man. So we're gonna move my photo. Uh, let's do this real quick. We're not gonna shut off. Yeah, let's do this. All right, much better. Now choose. That's it. Bam, there we go, fixed it. Had to lower it down a little bit so people could read that. Here we go. Hey, 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 everyone, we're back. It is officially June 22nd. Man, this month is flying by. It's almost over, can you believe it? It's almost over. Almost over. My dad's birthday is right around the corner, July 10th. Grandma's birthday is coming up, July 15th. Hmm. I'm gonna write my grandma something. I need to write something to my dad too. It's crazy, like my dad, like I try to get him stuff. <laughs> like last year, was it his birthday? Yeah, my brother and I got him a, a keyboard thinking that, you know, cause he used to play piano. He tried to take piano listen lessons years ago. And uh, my dad is at this stage in life where he just doesn't really want to learn anything new or be challenged. And he just wants to just chill when he's not working because <laughs> he still works at Ford. He got about two more years left on his contract. And so um, anyway, we got him this keyboard and it just sits there with dust. <laughs> he even says, he's like, yeah, son, I appreciate you and your brother getting me that keyboard. But as you can see, uh, I don't play it. Um, I think it's something, yeah, maybe when he retires, he may give it a whirl, but um, I'm hoping he does. So if he doesn't, oh, well, I'll, I'll just take it and, and I'll probably stay with me and I'll just have the kids and learn how to play it when they come stay at my place. So what else was I going to say? Man, yeah, yeah. For Father's Day, I was going to, I was thinking about getting Pops a hat or... What else was I thinking about getting him? I ended up, yeah, getting him a new device for to hook up to the TV, um, a streaming device or whatever. Um, Cause the, what do we call that thing? Fire stick started flaking out. So anyway, I was like, yeah, there we go. That's your Father's Day present, Pop. <laughs> Cause yeah, it's like so practical with my dad. It's just funny how men and women are different. Like women, y'all make the whole if, bruh, women make this economy go, go. This economy would crash if it wasn't for women. Cause you look at most, like yeah, most men will live in boo boo huts and wear the same five shirts. Shoot, only reason why I even got like the latest clothes that I bought were this winter. I got some nice sweaters because I was like at the time thinking I was gonna start trying to date again. So yeah, I went some like, gotten some nicer shoes and got some nice sweaters and a couple shirts. The only reason why I got that was for women. <laughs> oh man, that's it. Cause I'm not a stylist. I'm not really dude into style. Like most dudes would not, the only reason why they dress nice and put on cologne is for women. They ain't trying to look good for other dudes. What dude is trying to get look, well, never mind. That's a whole nother discussion, but yeah, in general, how many dudes out here trying to look good? They the only reason I'm trying to look good is for these women. That's the only reason why we buy stuff. That's the only reason why we got fly cars. Yeah, some dudes are into like muscle cars or whatever, but like for the most part, it's to impress women. 
the things that we buy is to impress women or because our woman told us we look good with this stuff on. Like, I'll never forget, yeah, my former wife used to dress me and try to give me a sense of... Bro, anyway. Yeah, most of us live in boo-boo huts, drive pintos, and... Um, just wear the same shirt look at doug doug used to wear the same shirt every day <laughs> anyway i digress all right last episode we talked about the burnt end offerings this time we're going to talk about the patty cake offering so here we go the grain offering make sure i'm still recording here we go one of my biggest fears is like i just will do a whole episode and just be talking 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 and then look up and realize oh we didn't hit the red record button. Anyway, when anyone presents a grain offering as an offering to the Lord, it is to consist of fine flour. He is to pour olive oil on it, olive oil on it, put frankincense on it, and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priest. The priest will take a handful of fine flour and oil from it, along with all this frankincense, and will burn this memorial portion of it on the altar. A fire offering of a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron and his sons. It is the holiest part of the fire offering to the Lord. Fire offerings to the Lord. Hmm. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron and his sons. It's the holiest part. Hmm. There's some significance to that. I'm sure Tony Evans will clarify for that. Us clarify some of that for us. When we read the notes. Well, I'm liking these uh, chapters. They're actually pretty short. It's only 16 verses. Holds my attention a little bit better. All right, verse 4. When you present a grain offering baked in an oven, it is to be made of fine flour, either unleavened cakes mixed with oil or unleavened wafers coated with oil. If your offering is a grain offering prepared on a griddle, it is to be unleavened bread made of fine flour mixed with oil. Break it into pieces and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your offering is a grain offering prepared in a pan, it is to be made of fine flour with oil. When you bring to the Lord the grain offering made in any of these ways, it is to be presented to the priest, and he will take it to the altar. The priest will remove the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar, a fire offering of a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron. And his sons. It is the holiest part of the fire offerings to the Lord. I say that twice now. As they're doing this, I'm just thinking of cornbread. I don't know why, but I just when they're making these little cakes. I know they weren't using corn, they're using grain or whatever. Yeah. But I just imagine like some cornbread or some fry bread. Uh, that quick bread. Have you ever been to like a Native American powwow? Don't ask me how I ended up in one. Well, I'll tell you. I used to work on my buddy's food truck and he's one time I went to Potawatomi, Pot, Pot, something like that. One of them tribes out in Kansas. It was really cool to see the powwow. In fact, I'm gonna see if I can find the clip. I'll play it. I'll play it on my YouTube. I'm gonna <laughs>
little snippet. And uh, yeah, where's it going with that? They made this like quick fry bread. It was, it was good. Yeah, it's one of those little food trucks. And my buddy had a food trailer and he used to go to places all around, all these different fairs around the Midwest. So I really want to hit up that buddy. He was a good guy. I just, I don't know. He was also a drinking buddy and I try not to drink anymore. Well, even if you put a drink around me, I'm not going to touch it because I'm afraid what will ha like what happened to me last time, last time I drank. Uh, between throwing up, hey, I just broke this pen. Between vomiting and uh, almost hallucinating. Yeah, bipolar and drinking does not mix. So, yeah. But yeah, I still don't like to be around it. So, verse 11. No grain offering that you present to the Lord is to be made with... I don't know who just came in here, but hello, how are you doing? Uh, I got the comments turned off, but I hope you're doing okay. God bless you. Thanks for coming in here. Thanks for supporting. I'm on uh, Leviticus chapter 2, as you can see. Uh, wrapping it up, talking about the grain offering. No grain offering that you present to the Lord is to be made with yeast, for you are not to burn any yeast or honey as a fire offering to the Lord. You may present them to the Lord as an offering of first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. You are to season each of your grain offerings with salt. You must not omit from your grain offering the salt of the covenant with your God. You are to present salt with each of your offerings. Hmm. Verse 14. If you present a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, you are to present fresh heads of grain, crushed kernels, roasted on the fire for your grain offering of first fruits. You are to put oil and frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest will then burn some of its crushed kernels and oil it oil with all its sorry. The priest will then burn some of its crushed kernels and oil with all its frankincense as a fire offering to the Lord. So let's read these notes here to what Tony Evans has to say to us. It says, These offerings provided a way for the people to acknowledge their dependence on God for their sustenance. The grain offerings were the only bloodless sacrifices, but they were still holy to the Lord. They were to be free of yeast. We know from other passages of scripture that yeast was often used as a symbol of sin. Yes, see 1 Corinthians 5.8. I was going to say that, Tony. I was going to say that, but I'll let you say it. All right. The part of the offerings that was not burned up, the holiest part, belonged to Aaron and his sons. That's moi. In payment for their ministry, the consecrated priests were allowed to eat these offerings. So they had, yeah. I don't know. That would be interesting to be a priest because you didn't get a chance. You didn't get to get land. You didn't get your own land, but you got free food. And you didn't get a salary either. Well, no. I gotta go back and read that because I think they got an offering to take care of them. They they were taking their needs were taken care of, but they weren't allowed to like live extravagantly. They weren't like living big baller status, which always cracks me up because in today's society, all the preachers are like big ballers, shot callers, with twenty inch rims on the Impala. Uh, yeah, like yeah, the prosperity gospel. But like back then, the priests weren't living like that. They lived very modestly. So. Um, let me keep reading. All of the grain offerings were to include the salt of the covenant with your God. Salt was a symbol of permanence. It was something that the ancients believed could not be destroyed even by fire. 
the concept of a salt covenant, I mean, sorry, the concept of a covenant of salt appears in Numbers 18, 19. We're not there yet. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Yeah, that's next. I had to do the little order. That's the next book of the Bible we're going to be reading. So, have a footnote in your head when we get to Numbers. And in 2 Chronicles, that's so far. we got a long way to go before we get to 2 Chronicles 13, 5. The latter referring to the permanence of God's covenant with David to establish his throne forever. This covenant will be fulfilled when will be fulfilled when Jesus takes the throne of David at his second coming. Mm, so this is an example of a covenant that has not been fulfilled. There's a lot of scriptures that have already been pretty much everything in the Bible has been pretty much fulfilled except a few things like this one. But anyway, let's keep going. Oh, that's it. It's all the notes. So any other thoughts? Not really much to say about that other than we had two offerings. Next, we're gonna next chapter. We're gonna talk about the fellowship offering, then the sin offering. Yeah, and go deeper into talking. To them. This is like offering, 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 offering. This is talking a lot about offerings for the first shoot. The first like seven chapters is talking about offering. Like I didn't talk about the guilt offering. That's my favorite one, the guilt one. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord. Continue to uh, use me as a vessel to uh, just encourage more and more people to read their word. I pray for whoever this individual is that's watching right now. I pray for blessing over them. Surround them with their angels. Keep them as they uh, prepare for their day, whether it's starting or ending. And uh, I pray for those that don't know you, that they will ask you into their heart. They will be transformed and changed. They will ask you, Jesus, to be their Lord and Savior. And that, uh, once again, just that, I'm going to keep praying that Psalm 147. Yeah, I'm actually going to read that out loud real quick. The actual, that you were, um, that you heal the brokenhearted. And that you uh, bandage all of our wounds. That was uh, part of the sermon on Sunday, this past Sunday. But that's, that was the word for me. It's crazy, too, because that, actually, he read from Isaiah. He was reading from Isaiah, but it says the same thing in Psalm 147. Yeah, there's some parallel scriptures, but this, let me see, your part is in the notes. Yeah, Isaiah 61 pretty much says the same thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, Lord, it says, yeah, you heal the brokenhearted and you bandage all of our wounds. So we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are that way for us, all of us. And we thank you for anyone that's dealing with pain, suffering, mental trauma, whatever it is, God, that you would, they would know that you are the ultimate healer. Even if they don't feel it in the physical right now, we pray that they would just declare it by faith in the spiritual realm that they are already healed by your stripes. They are healed in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I'll be right back for... Um, I don't know why I flipped to Psalm 147 when I just already knew that scripture, but I don't know. I just do stuff like that sometimes. All right, maybe for y'all. See, I can see how I can just pull it out of my behind. I actually read from scripture. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll be right back. I'm going to record one more episode, and then I'm going to load all this stuff up to YouTube and to the podcast and all that fun stuff, and then go to sleep so I can drive and do this all over again, so... 
whoever just came in here, I don't know who you are too. I want to get all the comments turned off. That way I don't get distracted as I do this, but hey, welcome. I'll be right back for Leviticus 3. All right, see you soon. Yes, we Lord. want the Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Yes. I am money on my